0: again to the Robert Bruton podcast show. I'm your host, Robert Bruton, and it is September 6th. And, uh, I had, uh, been out walking for a little while and, uh, uh, just making a little time for myself. And, uh, those of you that listen to my previous podcast know that I was talking about a uh, little bit about a friend of mine that was having some trouble yesterday. Uh, and just had kind of lost their way and that kind of thing. And it, it reminded me as I was out kind of meditating myself today uh, during my walk, uh, I kind of take a little prayer walk every day, I guess is what I would could best uh, summarize it as. But uh, I wrote an article and it, came, it just popped into my head. So I thought, you know, this would be a good time to, to do a little podcast on it. I wrote a, an article that you could see on my, uh website called, uh, why is God pissed at me? And, uh, you know, the, uh, and he's not, uh, let, let me, and I do, my title does say that, he's not pissed at you. He's not pissed at me, okay? But it can sure seem like it. Uh, when life is crumbling down around you, um, it can seem real easy that you go, you know I don't understand God is so pissed at me nothing is changing you know i' I'm in a dark place I keep saying please help please help and it just seems to be no answer you know and there seems to be nothing coming from anything I'm doing and you even get to a point where you're even begging God to help you and that's not uh God doesn't need you to beg to him uh, I have learned that from many, many good Christians that, uh, I have very much, uh, come to know and respect. And, you know, you don't have to beg God. God knows what's in your heart. He knows what's there before you even know what's there. You know, um, if you've got a good heart, then, you know, God already knows that you don't need to beg him, you know, and, and and I can remember times, uh, you know, when my daughter got really ill and we were just you know, I just was begging God to help her. And I'm sure that most of you, if you have a sick child, a sick spouse, uh, you know, there's been many times where you just please God, please God, please God. And you're just get down where you're begging. God doesn't need you to beg. God needs you to stay in faith. Okay. Um, He knows uh, already what you need. Okay. And you have to one of the things that I've had to come to realize is, you know, God works on his time frame, not mine. OK, he's the boss. So I need to realize that I need to allow him to do his job. You know, uh, uh, and, and this is an example that actually just came into my head because I was talking about sick kids is like if your kid was an on, on an operating table. Would you go in and tell the doctor, you need to hurry up. I need to know that my child's okay. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Or are you gonna let the man do his job and save your child? Same thing with you and your soul and your you, okay? Are you gonna let God do his job? Are you gonna let him do what he needs to do in order to save you, okay? And sometimes that takes a little bit of time. Sometimes there has to be things you know, and and I've heard people say this, and it's really made it easier for me to to have faith, to stay in faith with God, you know, and realize that no, he's not pissed at me, that I do need to allow him to do his work. You know, there may be other situations, other things around you. People he needs to move out of your way, people he needs to move into your way, okay? situations that need to leave. Uh, you need to do certain things to, to get to a certain spot. You know, There's all kinds of things that need to occur that just can't hurt, occur at the blink of an eye. And you say, well, he's God. He should be able to do whatever, you know. And it doesn't work that way, okay? There are certain things that are gonna come to you really, really fast and certain things that are gonna come to you really, really slow, okay? But the Point to all of it is, is to stay in faith. Okay, to believe that no matter what happens, no matter what trial or tribulation you're going through, no matter how difficult it is to (laughs) even just breathe. Okay, that this too shall pass. Pardon my cliches. I hate them, but you know sometimes, yeah. you know, I remember my grandmother and my mother always telling me, "This too shall pass." This too shall pass. My mother even said it to me this morning. I had some stuff going on, and she was like, "Don't worry, this too shall pass." And uh, it's the truth, you know. It's it's the it's the truth. It, it, things do get better. Things will pass, and you will be okay. If you allow them to if you allow them to open up naturally and don't force things don't sit there and tell God well if it ain't better by Friday I'm done if it's not better by this time I'm done if it's not better you know there is no God. Eh, that that's not true. That's the enemy putting a bunch of garbage into your uh, mind and that's your head telling you, you're thinking with your head and not your heart, not your soul, not where you live. You don't live in your head. Yes, you process thoughts through your head, but you don't live there, okay? That's how you communicate with your soul. That's how you communicate with the world. It's through your head, through your mind, okay? But when you get deep down into what truly spirituality is and get to where you're living, for a bigger purpose than yourself, okay, then you'll start to see amazing things happen, okay? Yes, you can still be successful. Yes, you can still have lots of money if that's what you think uh, you need. Or you can just have a spirit-filled life where you laugh, you're happy, your needs are met, you know? That's what we I think anybody really truly always wants is, Is to have uh, have a truly spiritual, faith-filled life that that has some meaning to you. You know, uh, you've heard it's hard to hear rich people say, "Well, just because you're rich doesn't mean you're happy." You know, but how many rich people have you seen that committed suicide? Okay, how many rich people or famous people have committed suicide, or, or drank themselves to death, or overdosed on drugs? How many wonderful musicians have done that? How many actors, actresses have done that? How many business people, you know, have done that? You know, so uh, I think at the, when you think about it, uh, being able to smile, be happy, have my needs met, okay, both financially, spiritually, uh, relationship wise, if I can just walk through this life and the worst thing that happens to me today is I didn't laugh as much today as I did yesterday, but I'm happy. It's not a bad place to be, you know? So is God pissed at you? Absolutely not. If you read your Bible uh, and you start to learn a little bit about what the promises of the Bible, um, you know, if you're going to read about God not being pissed at you, read the new Testament. Okay. Um, In the old Testament, Yep. Was there fire and brimstone? See, that's where people, you know, this was a big aha moment for me. And I don't mean to, to dart off onto something else real quick, but it is important because it came to my head. You know, the old Testament is filled with fire and brimstone. Okay. There are, there are some things where, you know, when God got pissed, man, your fan, your family was cursed generationally. you know, <laughs> And, and so, yeah, when, 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 uh, uh, you hear people, I always hear people, oh, I ain't into all that damn fire and brimstone stuff. I ain't going to do all that stuff. Well, when you hear teachings from the Old Testament, is that true? Yeah, on some occasion, absolutely it's true. It is the New Testament, okay? It is when he sent his only begotten son to this earth, okay? And when Jesus took stripes on his back, and Jesus took. All of our sin upon Himself. Okay, that there, there is a whole different side of God. There is a whole different side of what you think the Bible is. If you're going, I ain't even know that damn farm so I ain't gonna go. You, I ain't going to heaven. Ain't going to hell. I ain't going this. I ain't going that. Okay. Well, don't be so short-sighted. To think that there's not something that's changed in the Bible that actually uh, God does forgive you. God does for Jesus through Jesus Christ. God forgives your sins. Okay, so does that mean you can go out and beat somebody up and not have a penalty to pay for that? No. Okay, don't be a don't be stupid. Don't be an asshole. Okay, pardon my language, but that's the truth. You know what you have to think about is that God's going to forgive you if you go and repent of your sins, meaning you go to him, tell him your sins, okay? You don't got to go to confession. If you're Catholic, God bless you, go to confession, okay? But if you're going to confess your sins, confess your sins to God, okay? Let him know that you're truly remorseful. And the way that you let him know that you're truly remorseful is that you never do that again. If you've done bad things in your life, then don't do them again, okay? Do things to make a remedy for that, okay? If you're an alcoholic, then you know in this 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous that you have to go and make amends where amends are appropriate to make, okay? Where you can without hurting anyone else, okay? So if you can go back and you can make an amends, okay, meaning you can go back and you can apologize for what you've done, try to fix what's wrong, okay? Okay? Um, Or what you did that, that hurt someone. If you can fix that, great. If you can't, then just let God know that you're sorry and remorseful for it and don't do it again. Okay? This is how you get to a place where you can actually smile at yourself in the mirror. Okay? Just when you can let go of the baggage of the past, okay? The crap that you've done, the crap that you've gone through, the mistakes that you've made. Because guess what? Here's the thing. You can't go back and change anything. You You can be sorry and remorseful, and you can go back and maybe mend or heal relationships that you've hurt, people that you've hurt, okay? You can do that, okay? But you can't change what happened. Therefore, you need to let that go. You need to realize that your past does not define who you are today. Whatever you've done in your past does not define who you are today. And that's what I had to get through on a lot of levels in changing my life was that I had to get through the fact that the things that I had done in my past were not a life sentence, okay? Did I make mistakes in my past? Yes. Who hasn't? Okay, if someone tells you that they haven't made mistakes in their past, eh, okay, whatever. All right, if that's what you want to believe, knock yourself out. But I I don't believe that people are so holier than thou that they have lived a completely unremorseful life, that they haven't done one little thing that you know could uh, have hurt someone, uh, even not knowing. Okay. It doesn't mean that you have to deliberately hurt some maybe hurt someone. It may be that you uh, unknowingly hurt someone from a, something you said or whatever. But that's really not the big crux of what I'm talking about here. You know, I'm talking about the fact that if you've made some doozy mistakes in your life and you keep beating yourself up over it, okay, stop. All right. God's not pissed at you. Let God know what you've done. Okay then start figuring out how you can make it better, okay? If you can't make it better with, say, let's say you, you hurt an ex, you lost a marriage, you've, uh, you're, you're, you've done something where you, you, your children don't talk to you, okay? And maybe that's, maybe it's something so bad that you're never ever gonna be able to fix that relationship. But here's the thing, you can fix it with God You can fix it in your mind to say, you know what, I understand that I hurt somebody. I understand that I did this, okay? And they're not going to forgive me for it, but I can forgive myself, okay? Because I'm not the same person that I was. I'm not the person you think that I am anymore, okay? I don't live the way that I was when I did this whatever violation it was against the world, you know, you don't do that anymore. So therefore, you can breathe, you can look with some hope in your life, okay? Stop being guilty about what you did in the past. If you, if you, you know, yeah, you, you may have a lot to be sorry for, but the way you change it is to change who you are. Okay. And you can do that. You can change by not doing what you did again. And I know I've beat that horse a little bit here, but that's the point. Okay. I'm trying to get through to stubborn minds that, Hey, you actually have to do some work. You actually have to not do what you did before. So, um, don't think that God, for one minute, is pissed at you. If if crap is falling down around you, everything you touch is turning to garbage. Okay, that's the enemy trying to keep you down. It also means when you get when 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 when, and you'll forgive this, but when the shit hits the fan, when it really gets tough, that's when your your faith is tested the hardest. And if you can make it through that, on the other side of that is a blessing and glory that you can't even begin to imagine right now. And and most of us can't imagine that right now because we're living in the garbage dump. We're living in the garbage that's in our head. And we got to carry that garbage out to the dumpster, open the dumpster, throw that shit in it, and be done with it. I know it's easier said than done, okay? You'll get that. I get that. But you will get through it, no matter what you think or do. So it's uh, something that uh, you just have to work on and keep uh, keep trying if you're having trouble and struggling with it. You got to keep doing it. you got to keep trying over and over and over again, okay? And it's gonna take some time. It's gonna get tough. It's gonna be hard to do, okay? It's gonna get so frustrating that you're gonna say, you know what, screw this stuff. I ain't doing this shit. I ain't I can't do it, it ain't changing, it. it ain't getting better. That, my friends, is the enemy making sure that you don't succeed through, that you think that it's too tough to get through, you think that there's more than you can handle. You think that, oh god, I can't do it. It's screw this stuff. This shit ain't never gonna work. Okay that's when you need to hang on to whatever the hell you need to hang on to, okay? You need to tell God, you know what, God? I don't feel you right now. I'm hanging on to my faith, but I'm getting my ass kicked down here. I need you to intervene and give me strength to find my way through this dark valley. Get me out of this garbage. I need your help I, I repent of all my sins. I am sorry for what I have done. And I need you. And you need to stay in faith. When you're getting your ass kicked and you're getting pummeled and you're getting kicked in the gut and nothing, and I mean nothing's going right for you, okay? Nothing, not a damn thing. Hang on. Hang on for dear life. Because on the other side of that, is your salvation, is your hope, is your life, is the life that God wants you to have, okay, and if you've been hit hard, and you've been doing all this stuff, let's find out what God has in store for you, okay, is the journey going to be easy, probably not, okay, but anything worth having is worth fighting for, okay, anything, you know, If someone, if someone took something from you that meant something to you, someone kidnapped your child, God forbid, someone did something, would you stop fighting? Hell no, you wouldn't. Hell no, you wouldn't. You know, you'd stay in the game. You'd fight until you couldn't fight anymore. And then you'd figure out and you'd get back up. You know, there's a... a, Movie that uh, you know everybody. I think everybody's probably seen Rocky. If you're young, you may not have. But in Rocky II, okay, when when they come back and uh, uh, they're going to fight again, Apollo Creed and Rocky are going to fight again. And I know this is a little cheesy and a little corny, but you know, I really live my life uh, today uh, thinking in the way that that. Rocky did, uh, uh, and I'll tell you what happened. So they're, they're in the ring, and they're fighting, okay? And I mean Rocky is getting pummeled. He is getting his ass kicked from one end of that ring to the other, getting knocked down. He is just absolutely taking a whipping that, you know, and everybody's just closing their eyes going, oh, man. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. You know, and he's just getting pummeled. And I look at that. And I watch that and I think, you know, that's the devil. That's the enemy. I'm using Apollo Creed as a metaphor, you know, that 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 he's looking through those things, that, that that that's the devil and that's me. And he's just beating my ass. OK, he is beating me up beyond being beat up. OK. And so what happens is, is that Rocky gets hit. He gets Hurt and he gets back up and he starts fighting again. Okay. He's and and he starts, he he finds a, a new life inside of him. Okay. And he starts, you know, and he starts fighting and he starts really whipping up on Apollo Creed. Okay. And and you just oh, wow, man, you start cheering for him and you start going and and he's and he's doing it. And the, and the round ends, and they keep taunting each other in the middle of the ring, and he comes back to the, to the corner, and this is the part that I really want you to get. He comes back to the corner. He sits down. He's got blood running down his face. He's getting water thrown in his face, and he looks at Mickey, and he goes, I ain't going down no more, and that one statement, I mean, it gets me teary-eyed now. Because that's what I tell God. I ain't going down no more. He's my boxing trainer. He's the one that that helps me to fight the enemy. And I'm going back in the ring and and I'm going to fight to my death. To have a life that my family can be proud of, my kids can be proud of, that I can be proud of. And I'm going to make that way. Okay? and so can you. But you have to be able to take a whipping. You got to be able to get back up off the mat and go, I ain't going down no more, okay? One of the, uh, uh, something else that I I read that I thought was uh, really cool, and if you follow me on Twitter, I tweeted all the time, and it said something to the effect, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, and I'm not sure there's about a million people who've taken, uh, taken some uh, liberty and said that this was their phrase. But I saw Dwayne The Rock Johnson, if you guys like The Rock, I, I saw him do this. But it says, when your feet hit the floor in the morning, let the devil say, oh shit, he's up. When your feet hit the floor in the morning, let the devil say, Oh, shit, he's up. That's the strength and the faith that you have to have every day. And you can have. And we're going to take a little break right now. Okay, welcome back. And... I had to take a little break there. Um, you have no idea cuz for those of you that don't know me but just listen to me that you know the the part where I was talking about in Rocky where you know Sylvester Stallone and Rocky goes to the corner and and he just looks and you see this I ain't going down no more and I think that I've got to a point in my life and it really gets me emotional. Um where Man, I, I, it was either it was either do something stupid in a dark way, you know, just give up on my life, or try to stand back up and truly say, I ain't going down no more. I ain't losing anymore. You know, I, I've had enough of the enemy winning in my life. I've had enough of living in my head and convincing myself of this or that, convincing myself in my early youth that drugs were the way to go, okay? Drinking was the way to go, okay? And living that lifestyle, being a party boy, being all the things that that you don't want to be, wrecking my life, wrecking the folks around me, my family, you know, in in ways that uh, uh, hurt them, you know, nobody wants to see their, their family member, son, husband, dad, you know, go down a path that leads to nowhere. And it did, because it it led me to, to nothing, having nothing leading to where you lose everything. And if you're there, okay, If you're absolutely sick and tired of being flipping sick and tired, you're disgusted, you don't know which way is up or down, okay, then know that God is not pissed at you, okay, that all the shit that's going on in your life is being dictated by the enemy, okay, and that you can no matter how hard you think it is no matter how much you think, there's no way you can do it. You can lift yourself up out from the dark and into the light, as corny as that sounds. Okay? I did it, and I'm no special person, no special training in all of this, no nothing. Okay? I'm just someone who is sharing with you that it can happen for you. You don't have to go to years of therapy if you can, God bless you. If you can't and you have to bootstrap it on your own, then there's a thousands and thousands of resources on the internet, okay? You can even read stuff off Dr. Phil's website, you can read you can look at TED Talks where people talk about how your noodle works. Tony Robbins has got a lot of stuff out on the internet. You know, there's uh, Wayne Dyer. You can go to uh, uh, used bookstores and find all kinds of books for a couple of bucks. A ton of Wayne Dyer's books are in paperback that you can buy for 50 cents or a dollar. Okay? A lot of it is on the internet. But here's one thing that I'm going to throw at you that you guys, if you read me and you listen to my podcast, I say it all the time. Okay? If you want to know about self-help, if you want to know how to live your life, it's all in the book of Proverbs in the Bible. If you will do me this one favor, you don't know me from Adam, you don't have to do it, but I'm just asking you to please do it, okay? One guy to another or one guy to a gal, okay? read at least five or six pages of Proverbs. If you start doing that and you start reading through it, you'll go, wow, he's right. Everything that you read in The Secret, everything that you read in the Bible, everything that you read in just about every self-help book written, some part of it came from the book of Proverbs, okay? So um, I use the Message Bible because it's easy to read. If you have a King James Version, you know, and you're not, and and you're new to to spirituality, and you're new to God, then that might be a little harder to read, okay? But there's a Bible out there, it's called the Message Bible, and it's wonderful, okay? The Amplified Version of the Bible is a little easier to read. There are Bibles out there that you can read, okay, that, that are easier to read in more today's language, okay? Um, There is even an app. There is a Holy Bible app that has just about, I think, every version of the Bible on it, and it's free, okay? You can get it on your smartphone. You can put it on your tablet, okay? It has plans. It has all kinds of stuff, and here's the thing. They're all free, okay? There is help for anyone who will go and find it, Okay, I did. You can. So I share the resources that I use. I share the resources that that I find with uh, my fans and readers, and because I want you to have everything, every tool that I have. You know, yes, would I like to write the next great uh, self-help? It changed your life book. Absolutely. Okay, but that doesn't mean I should not tell you where to go find good information. Okay useful resources to start changing your life right now today. And if you will do some of the things that I ask, some of the things that I that I tell you to go try. That I'm asking you to go try. Okay? Just for a minute. I mean, if you're if you're in a bad horrible place, what the hell do you have to lose? Okay? What the hell do you have to lose if you just try something different? I did, you know, the last, I don't know, the last, it, it, things got really good for a little while. And then for the like, maybe like the last 30 or 45 days, it kind of got tough on me again. I started, you know, I started, I started struggling, you know, and, and you, and, and that's okay, you know, because I'm, I'm working to get back to a good place. And I do that because I'm sharing through my podcast, I'm sharing through my writing, you know, my journey, my quest, my, you know, how to get, how to get there, you know, and that's what I've always said, you know, I'm going to share how I got there, the struggles that I had, the, the, the good and the bad, you'll hear it, you know, because that's what I think makes a good book. That's what I think makes a good podcast is knowing what you're facing and, and what the journey's going to feel like. And yeah, I've taken some pretty good shots to my gut. I've taken some, you know, taken a couple of hard kicks, you know, but they were hard kicks that I got through. I'm not freaking out the way that I might have done in the past. I've got some financial stuff that's going on from a, uh, uh, from a divorce you know that that was last year and 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 it's okay i'm working through it you know i had people tell me oh you're gonna lose your credit you're gonna do this you you know and uh, no, nope, ain't lost none of it okay is it hard hell yes it's hard okay are there days when i want to give up absolutely okay but at the end of the day I just hold on to the fact that, you know, one touch, one small sliver of touch of God's favor can change my entire life. There are days when I might do something business-wise that absolutely changes everything about the income that I'm going to have for that month, okay? So I may, you know, I'm in professional sales. I may make a sale. That takes me over the top, that lets me know that I've covered all my bases. Now everything that I do for the rest of the month is is money in the bank, you know? And that's when you go, oh, my God, he's not pissed at me. I am grateful. God does love me, you know? But there are times when maybe I'm going through these things so that, that I become... I become uh, grateful that I get humbled and that I get outside of myself and realize that, you know, I it, life is bigger than me. My The things around me are okay. is, is bigger than me, you know, and sometimes I have to look at the simple things. Sometimes I think God puts me through things so that I get out and I look at things differently. You know, I look through the lens of my camera at the landscape differently than I did, you know. I looked for the beauty in, in just about everything I can find. So what I'm telling you and hoping that you'll do from this is that you'll do these next couple things I'm going to ask you to do. If you've never stepped out in faith, then seek out a good Bible-based church and go see what it's about okay? Listen to Joel Osteen, Joyce Meyer, uh, listen to T.D. Jakes, uh, find Don Cawood, who is an amazing teacher, uh, Bible teacher. Um, just look in YouTube, find whoever you want, okay? Um, you know, and, and don't don't have some preconceived notion that, oh my God, this is an evangelist, or oh my God, this is This person or that person, all they care about is money or all they care about is getting your money. No, not so much, okay? Yes, a church has to survive on money, okay? And you can tithe into whatever church or whatever um, spiritual, where you get fed your spiritual food. Um, It's like going to a restaurant. You need to pay for that, okay? Okay. If you can pay a dollar, pay a dollar. If you can pay a hundred dollars, pay a hundred dollars. Okay. But do something in faith. And if, if what I do, because I remember, um, keep in mind that I I'm in my, I'm 56 years old in my early twenties, I was having a hell of a time, hard, hard time. And I remember going to a church in Dallas, Texas, and I remember sharing with someone at a lunch, and 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 so they had a benevolence thing, and they actually helped me. They gave me food. Uh, they even made a couple of my car payments, paid my electric bill once, you know. Um, and I was, because I was, I was, and I was struggling really hard to try to find my way into what the hell was religion. What, what, what was this? And if you don't like organized religion, that's fine, because what I'm talking about is not organized religion, okay? You know, you can can find spiritual through non-denominational church. You know, you can find it in meditation. You can find it in a bajillion ways, okay? But, so what I do, in getting back on track here, what I do is I give to the Benevolence Fund at my church, okay? I want to give back what was given to me years and years and years ago. So if the church can can reach out a helping hand to a family in need. I'm all about that. Be a blessing to the world. That's the way you have to look at it. You don't have to look at it, oh, they're trying to get in my pocket. No, they're not. Okay, yes, a church needs money to survive. God, I don't know why people make such a big deal. You know, the church isn't supposed to get any money. Okay, I don't know why everybody gets so twisted about this. Okay, but here's the thing, you know, be a blessing to someone, even when it's a stretch for you to do it. Sometimes I I give when I really am not, you know, I'm like, you know, geez, I, 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 but I have to release that faith. I have to know that God's going to take care of me. Okay. So sometimes I need to get out of myself and, and help others in order to be a blessing so that God can be a blessing to you. Okay, I'm not saying go give your last dollar. Okay, nobody's asking you to do that. Not even the church. If all you could throw is a quarter in the collection plate, then throw a quarter in it, okay? But at some point in time, when you can be a blessing to someone, then find some way to be a blessing, you know? If that's feeding, help, you know, families, if that's donating to your food bank, if that's, you know donating to your church in some way, okay? Something that that moves you. Find a mission to support, okay? And it doesn't matter the dollar amount. Yes, the Bible says you should should give 10% of your income to the church, okay? Um, When I, sometimes I can, and sometimes I feel like I can't, and maybe that's a struggle, and I have to talk to my pastor about that. Because there's sometimes if I gave 10% of my income, you know, that that means I got to make a choice between paying a bill and, and not. But then, you know, when I do sow a seed of faith, you know, it always comes back to me. So I need to figure that out on my own. And when I do, I'll let you guys know. But I'm just saying, you know, Give yourself the opportunity. If you don't want to give anything and you want to go find out, then don't give anything. Nobody's sitting there going, uh, you can't come back. You're not buying tickets to get into church. Church is free. Okay. If you can give, great. If you don't want to, then don't. Okay. If it's your first time, don't. If you want to throw a buck or two in the collection plate, knock yourself out. Okay. But just get there. All I'm telling you is find a good Bible-based church. Get there. You know, if you guys like if you've heard of Joel Osteen or you like Joel Osteen, if you go to his website, you can find a good church in your area. They actually have a church deal that that where um, uh, churches that that uh, he uh, believes are good Bible based churches um And and they like to support, then he will absolutely. You you know, it's not. That's a cool thing. It's not about supporting Lakewood Church. Not about supporting him. He's just trying to help you find a church home, okay? And so am I. All right. Out here in West Texas, that's how I found. That's how I found the church that I go to. Okay. Um. If you have a chance, you know, go to Don Kaywood, and 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 I'm telling you, there's a lot of his stuff out on YouTube there's podcasts there's all kinds of things and he and he writes some really amazing stuff and he's doesn't put his opinion in it what he's telling you is stuff that he he reads out of the Bible and then gives it to you and he's really great at it so you know there's there's all kinds of resources you might you may have a church home okay you know maybe you're struggling you know go talk to your pastor You know, talk to other church members. If they have a pastoral counseling program, go to it, okay? But always be seeking and always be seeking God's word because through God's word, you will find peace. I'm telling you, I didn't for all my life. I would make fun of the church. I would make fun. They're just trying to get in your pocket. All these televangelists are all full of shit. They're all this, they're all that. You know, and you can tell I, I, you know, sometimes from my language, you know, uh, which I normally I would be saying a lot worse words, but I don't anymore. But I still, you know, I still have a a little bit of, of stuff with with, you, you know, using curse words. And that's, you know, uh, it, it's a work in progress. <laughs> so that's what I'll say. OK, so find some way to get some spiritual food. OK. And the only place I know to do that's in a good Bible-based church, okay? You can find some YouTube videos. You can do some things uh, that will help you. Uh, and that's, so that's, that's the one thing I want you to do. Then what I would like for you to do is two more things for me. If you'll do two more things for me, then I really hope that you'll, you'll uh, get on my blog and, and put comments and let me know how you're doing, okay? The next thing I want you to do is just breathe okay I want you to for one minute a couple times a day whether you're sitting at your desk in your car safely in your car uh, whether you're at home okay doesn't matter but what I want you to do is take tell your phone to set a minute 15 second timer okay And then I want you to, for the first 15 seconds, to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Deep cleansing breaths. You know, don't get yourself dizzy. Just do nice deep cleansing breaths. Then for a minute, what I want you to do is close your eyes and just focus on your breathing. Just breathe, okay? Just breathe. And you will be amazed. What I'm trying to get you to do is relax. So just breathe, okay? The next thing I want you to, to do and, and to commit to me that you will do, okay? I'm taking everybody's um, word that they're gonna go do these three things. Go find a Bible-based church. Go watch some YouTube videos or get some, get some spiritual food somehow. I want you to breathe. And the last but not least, I want you to take some time every day And usually at the end of the day, at at night, this is a good time to do this, okay? Just before bed. I want you to find a really good meditation, some really good meditation music. You can find tons of it on YouTube, okay? I want you to have a pair of headphones, okay? I can tell you one that I started with that's absolutely fantastic, and it's, uh, it's on YouTube. It's free. Wayne Dyer has a... Uh, YouTube video called "I Am," okay. Just put in "I Am" Wayne Dyer, uh, and, and I promise it will come up. And it plays this music that um, that's part of uh, a study that he did on a book that was that was written where you learn how to say "I Am That I Am." That is the the name of God. That is the name that God told Moses uh at the burning bush that he said when Moses said who are you what is your name he said I am and uh that's you that's me I am that I am okay that's taking into you God okay and so anyway part of the the music that was made for this is uh uh is the uh is the uh uh i'm sorry had a little interruption there the uh the music's tuned to uh where the notes and things are are basically saying i am Uh, but it's beautiful and it's relaxing So what I would want you to do is to put your headphones on, get in a nice quiet spot, whether that's in a recliner, sitting on the floor on pillows, uh, laying down in your bed, laying down on your couch, wherever's your most comfy spot, okay? What I want you to do is put that music on and close your eyes. You're going to need to breathe a little bit. So relax. Always take deep cleansing breaths, okay, in at least three. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Big one in, as much as you can, and out with as much as you can. In through the nose, out through the mouth, okay? Then is this music. Let it, let it, let it like any good music, overtake your body, okay? Keep your eyes shut. And then what I want you to do is focus on just relaxing, okay, breathing. Focus on your breath. Make sure that your tummy's moving, okay? That you're taking good, nice breaths, getting oxygen through your body, okay? then start to see the life that you want to have, okay? See through your mind's eye what it is that you want to have. How do you see your life? What does it look like to you? And begin to see that, okay? See yourself smiling, see yourself happy. See yourself frolicking with your children. See yourself with your husband, your wife, See yourself hanging out with your mom, hanging out with your dad, hanging out with your kids, hanging out with your dog, petting your cat, whatever it is that gets you to a good place, okay, and gets you out of the bad place that you're in, all right? When we start to see our future, when we start to have hope that that's the future we can have, even if you're getting kicked right in the, you know what? you're taking a shot to the gut. Oh, don't worry for that. Don't worry about the how. Worry about what it looks like. How what does that what does that utopian life that I want to live look like? Okay? And start to see it. Start being grateful for it even if you don't have it. Start telling God thank you for the blessings that you've bestowed upon me. Thank you for financial health. Thank you for health in my body. Thank you for health in my daughter's body. Thank you for health in my son's body. Thank you for help with my wife's cancer. Thank you for help with my husband's cancer. Thank you for help with just being me. Thank you for help with a new job. Thank you for help with a new car. Thank you for help with whatever it is that your heart needs in order for you. Thank you for giving me faith in you. Thank you for the laughter that I enjoyed today. Thank you for the smiles that I was able to give to someone else. Some days that may be the only thing that you can give away is a smile. You know what? That's free and it doesn't take much at all. You can smile, say hello to people. I do it all the time. I smile at people no matter where I'm at, and I smile and say hello. Hi, how are you guys? You know, guys having a great day? Good, me too. You know, believe that you're having a good day. Believe that you're healthy. Believe that you're happy. Believe that you're prosperous, okay? Believe those things and be grateful to God that that even though they're not there, you know they're coming. It's around the corner, okay? And for whatever blessings you do get for that day, Drop on your knees and you give thanks to God. Thank you, God. Thank you so much. I am so grateful that I had a good doctor's report. I'm so grateful that my son brought home straight A's. My daughter brought home straight A's. I'm so grateful that we have food to eat today. I'm so grateful for a good car that gets me to and from work every day. Because trust me, there are folks that don't. That ride the bus every day. In inclement weather, rain, snow, hail, wind, extreme heat, sitting out at the bus stop while you drive by in your air-conditioned car and you think you got it bad. So those three things I would ask that you do, please, for me, and make a change in your life, I don't ever want to do a podcast where I don't challenge you to do something, okay? And the fact that I'm challenging you to do those things, I've done them and I do them every day. And I can tell you it makes a hell of a difference. makes a big difference in my life every day. So God bless you. I love you. And if you're struggling, believe me, this is a season and you will get through it. I did And and I do every day. It gets better, and you will get better. I promise. Just keep on keeping on. You'll hear people say those clichés all the time, and they will drive you insane. But they are the truth. All right? Okay. Well, we're going to wrap it up here. And uh, I am grateful to everyone. Thank you for the beautiful comments that you give me. Thank you for supporting our blog. Thank you for supporting our Uh, podcast, and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Again, God bless you, and I love you. Bye-bye for now.